Hello, party people, and welcome into Freestyle. I'm your host, Stephen Weissong. If you want, you can like the Freestyle with Stephen Weissong Facebook page. You can share a Freestyle with someone. That would be awesome uh, if you want to do that. Well, this is Freestyle, and once a week, I take the YouVersion Bible app verse of the day and create an impromptu Bible study from it. The whole point is to Freestyle, to create something in the moment from the Word of God for you and for me. So let's get freestyling. Here we go. The verse of the day is Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Here's what we read. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Oh, that's that's the verse. There it is. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Now here's something that maybe you could do in your own mind. What do you think this verse is talking about? Have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. For me, that the word that really stands out is the word attitude. It's attitude. I, I, I like to say that your attitude in life affects the altitude of your life. Your attitude in life affects the altitude of your life. Here's what I mean. If you have a good attitude, a positive attitude, hey, we're going to go here in a second, but if you have a Christ-like attitude, I truly believe that your altitude, you'll be able to soar. You're going to go up, 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 up into different atmospheres and stratospheres. And you're going to find yourself at heights that you couldn't have ever dreamed up for yourself. But because your attitude, you were chasing after Jesus. He's going to take you to the places you could never dream up your own. Because his way of doing things... His way for life to be lived on earth. His way that he's impacting how, what he's doing inside of you. How that transforms how you live outside of you. Oh, it is going to take you places that on your own, with your own dreams, you could never have gotten to yourself for yourself. Because Jesus, his thoughts, God says this in Isaiah, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His plans are higher than our plans. <laughs> Talk about altitude. You want to get up there to those thoughts and those plans? Well, it starts with your attitude. Now, here's the opposite of that, right? If you have a bad attitude, if you let your attitude become cynical, if you let your attitude become about maybe complaining. Uh, if your attitude is about pointing out what's wrong with everybody else, if your attitude is negative, well, guess what? Your altitude, you're not going to be flying that high. Uh, it, it might be hard to get up out of bed some days because of the attitude. Every day is a chance to put on a positive 
attitude. Every day we have a chance to frame our days. Now, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that there won't be hard days or there won't be difficult days. Uh, I live in California. The, the last couple days, it was rainy. There's going to be some rainy days. But one of the benefits about living in California, <laughs> there's a lot of sun. There's going to be some sunny days. I, I like to talk about vultures and hummingbirds. Maybe I've done this in a podcast before. I don't know. I'm freestyling, okay? But vultures, every day, they find dead things. Hummingbirds, every day, find sweet things. Every day, you're going to find what you're looking for. And here comes Philippians 2.5. This is like one of those verses. You wake up. You go throughout your day. This is one of those verses that you can remind yourself. <gasps> the attitude of Jesus. I need to have the attitude of Jesus. Having the attitude of Jesus sets you up to experience the wonder of God that's around you. Having the attitude of Jesus makes the mundane of life exciting and joyful. Well, at least for me, that's what I've discovered. Maybe for you. When you see this word attitude, when you hear, have the attitude of Jesus, maybe for you, attitude means something a little different. Maybe for you, uh, the attitude of Jesus means your, your work ethic. For me, <laughs> my life, I live with perspective, posit a positive perspective. That, that, that's kind of how I try to see the world. For me, it's the positivity that I try to have when I look at the world. And I don't get it all right. I am far from getting it all right. But for me, it's trying to have a positive attitude is what gives meaning to the other things that I'm doing in my life. For you, you might not be there. Uh, I think positivity is great, but I get it. Other people have different personalities. So for you, your the attitude might be the, the work ethic. The attitude might be, uh, I just, uh, I, I want to love people like how Jesus loved people. And then I need to go and have quiet time with Jesus away from people. That, that might be the attitude. And in whatever, however you're describing, however this attitude is defined for you. You know what? Jesus will meet you there. He'll meet you there. And he will continually throughout your life. Jesus is moving you closer and closer to having the same attitude as him. It starts with our commitment to surrender ourselves to the goodness and strength and grace of Jesus, trusting that he's going to take us where we can't take ourselves. He's going to lead us through things that through only his power and through only his way in our lives will we be able to overcome. Jesus is going to take us places where we feel weak and we need to have his strength to make it through. Jesus is going to take us places where it's going to be hard. But when we get through 
whatever the season is, whatever the challenge is, whatever the situation is, Jesus is going to take us to a place where it's all worth it. And there's a reward. And the reward of having the attitude of Jesus is that our character, who we are, starts to look more and more like Jesus on earth. And you know what, my friends? That's what it's all about. That, that's what this crazy thing called faith is all about. Our belief in Jesus is that we, we are believing in Jesus to experience salvation and rescue from our sins. And then we also believe that we're called out to help others have that same experience. The attitude of Jesus every day. There's an opportunity to have an attitude that would match, look like, behave like, believe like Jesus in order to make it through the day. Not one day. I, I know it's crazy because sometimes our days feel like they go so fast, doesn't it? Like all of a sudden you're having your 34th birthday and you look back and you go, what? <laughs> Where did the time go? But I'm telling you, in God's eyes, no day is a waste. Every day we have a chance with how we interact, with how we behave, with what we say, with what we're thinking. We have a reason every day to get a little more attitude like Jesus. Now, here's the other thing. I'm talking about a mindset, and that's, I think, how other translations will say this verse. You have to have the same mindset that Christ Jesus had. But there's also, you know, the mindset, but there's also a, like, you know, attitude. Like, like, like how you go out and live in the world. I want to read a little bit about the rest of this verse, okay? It's Philippians 2 through 5. Uh, Paul, it's, it, it, this is one of the most uh, amazing exhortations from Paul, I think, in all of Paul's writings because he's talking about uh, the Christian community of the Philippians. He, he's talking about, hey, if you want to live in such a way, uh, if you want to, he's saying, he actually says, if you want to make me happy, <laughs> here's Paul, who's invested so much into these churches. He's going, if you want to make me happy, that's what he's saying at the start of it. Love, love each other. Work together with one mind and purpose. Here's what he says in verse three. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Isn't this amazing? Isn't this so countercultural what he's saying? Even in Paul's time, take it to our time, right? Don't be selfish. Don't, don't just live your life trying to impress other people. You've got God, the, the audience of one. Live to impress God. Get God's approval over your life instead of everybody else's. Live for God's plan 
for your life, not the plan that maybe other people want to try to give you because sometimes those plans are going to crash you where God wants to use the crashes in life to elevate you to higher levels of living in happiness, joy, peace, comfort, contentment, some things that God promises that the world can never deliver on. Be humble. Think of others as better than you. This is amazing stuff. And then we get to verse five. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Paul, tell us the attitude of Christ Jesus. Here's what he says. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave is what the translation says and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross the attitude of Jesus I like to call it uh, gives us the script for abundant living if you want to have abundant living have the attitude of Jesus what was Jesus's attitude well, kind of like what Paul's saying here, Jesus would say things like, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. Jesus will say, don't exalt yourself, humble yourself. If you exalt yourself, you will be humbled. If you humble yourself, you will be exalted. Think about that. Do you see that there, there's, there's cause and effect in what Jesus says? I love this. Uh, let me look it up. It's, it's Matthew 9. Uh, this is one of my, I just love it. I, I think it, it really paints the picture of Jesus's script for abundant living. Okay, here's, here's what it says. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching, their, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they, her, they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. So here's the attitude of Jesus. Think about this. Jesus left heaven, left eternity, entered time. That's a humbling step to take. Why did he take this step? The writer of Hebrews will say it was for the joy set before him that he took the cross. Jesus took this humbling step because he was anticipating. He was looking forward to the day of your salvation because of his work on the cross. That was his attitude. His attitude was to rescue. His attitude was to love people that felt like they were unlovable. His attitude was to help people feel valuable that maybe society said were not. His attitude was to stand for truth. His attitude was to get in the middle of some controversies. His attitude was to make wrong things right. That's the attitude of Jesus. And, and in Matthew 9, we see that Jesus went we see that Jesus saw, we see that Jesus felt, and we see that Jesus prayed, we see that Jesus invested, and then we also see that Jesus will send his disciples to do it all over again. This is the attitude of Jesus. Wherever Jesus went, he taught. When wherever he went, he also healed. When Jesus saw the people, he felt compassion for them. So think about your life. The places that you 
go. Maybe you're not going very far right now because, you know, we're still dealing with the pandemic. COVID has flipped things upside down for a lot of us. And, and I hope, I'm praying that we return to normalcy soon. But in the places that you go, maybe it's a social media site. In the places that you go, are, are you teaching people about Jesus? Is that where you're living? Are, are, you, are you praying for people to experience healing? Are, are you helping people heal uh, emotionally? Uh, are you helping psychologically with them? Are, are you helping get, get to know them so you can give them the healing that, that is provided in Jesus through, through your prayer? I, I, wherever Jesus went, he taught and he healed. Wherever we go, our attitude can be that, huh, this is an opportunity to teach and to hopefully maybe lead people to experience the healing of Jesus. Lord knows the world needs it, right? Jesus saw when you see people, what do you feel? Do you see people and you just are separating them up as these people agree, these people disagree, and this is how I'm going to feel about them now, one way or the other? Do you see people? Do you feel compassion? It says that he felt compassion because they they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. We have the good shepherd that we can introduce people to as our attitude. Compassion towards those people. Lastly, Jesus prayed. Sometimes we think we need to have all these conversations with people, but you know, sometimes really people just need to be prayed for. I think one of the most powerful things you can do is pray for someone. They might never even know it, God answers every prayer. Think about that. Your prayers for people are going somewhere. And all that we do have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. The attitude that Jesus had was that everybody mattered to him. Everybody mattered to him. And if everybody mattered to Jesus... I think they should matter to us as well. Go out into the world, into your day, into your work environments, into your family situations, into your friendship groups, into your relationships. Have the same attitude of Jesus. Point people towards our loving Savior. You might be the only Bible that somebody else reads. Who are they seeing Jesus as through your life? It's hmm, a good question. May we have the same attitude of Jesus to impact the world for Jesus. This has been another freestyle. God loves you and so do I. Peace out and party on.